Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend, the tank top god, Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. Good, everybody listening. What up, Chris? Hey. How you doing, buddy? I'm... I'm doing great, man. Had work earlier. It's been a, it's been a somewhat busy week, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's nice to, to to start this new one off oh, with yeah. some some solid manga. You oh know? yeah. Uh, also joining us is the newly re disembodied voice of our producer Edge Lord. Big news, Brian. Nam to you, big news. What's up, nerds? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, yeah, we're back. It's Manga Monday, uh, going through the four series that we usually talk about. Uh, so, you know, lots to talk about, lots to dissect. So let's not waste any time. Let's get into plugs. You could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram and at NY Chillin with an E-N, not an I-N-G. That's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Brian? You can find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Ooh, yeah. You can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll every week whenever the manga drops on the official uh, Viz release. Uh, a couple hours after that, we put up a poll on Twitter. You guys get to choose what your favorite chapter is uh, among the ones that we cover. And uh, the ones that win, we announce on the show and we celebrate a little. So check us out there uh you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want us to talk about uh please hit us up uh we have i believe uh we're, we're gonna be missing one piece in black clover next week so we have some time to answer questions we got one big one coming up uh that we'll hopefully finally finish next week and then uh we'll we're ready to reload on questions if you got them uh so check us out on that or if you have any questions you could comment under the video that you're watching uh whatever whatever you guys want whether it's like feedback on the show uh questions for us your thoughts on the series that we covered this week uh hit us up on the comments below whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you every week uh and while you're at it give us a subscribe hit that subscribe button hit that like button do all the things that these YouTubers tell you to do that's cool. You know, whatever it is, get it, get us more views, more likes. We're growing steadily, so we'd like to your, your support. Uh, and I think that's it, actually. We actually are good to go on that. Uh, oh, yeah, the audio vod- version of the podcast is on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Usually comes out for first. You guys know the deal. Anyway, let's get into the show proper. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1053, New Emperors. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, lots of, uh, lots of stuff to talk about on this one. Uh, so let's get started. We start off with the... your shirt, boy. Yeah, we start off with the Gorosei continuing to freak the fuck out. They're like, whoa, we didn't say to print all this shit. Why'd you print this picture? Why'd you put the D in his name? You know, uh, like they're just like freaking out over the wanted posters that um, we were alluded to last week. Uh, we get uh, the 
we we get a, a shot of uh, big news of Morgan. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, he's out here just like getting calls from the military to cease and desist. But our boy Morgan's does not give a shit. All he cares about is the scoop, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ain't putting no restrictions on me, son. Yeah, no, he sent it out. Uh, I'm his news out. That's my name. Yeah. He got all the news too. He talked about how, like, a big mom's ship vanished in Wano. He got all the fucking tea, dude. It's crazy. Everything. Yeah. And put the B on Luffy's name. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. He did not hit <laughs> pause. <laughs> pause, I guess. Um, Yo. So we get a two page spread. Oh, is that your cat? Yeah. Did you hear her? <laughs> no, I don't hear her, actually. That's good. Okay. Yeah, that works. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get a two-page spread revealing the new bounties of uh, Eustace Kid, Trafalgar Law, and Monkey D. Luffy. Last but not least, they they are all at an equal three billion berries. Uh, Luffy is pictured in his Gear Five form, uh, laughing his ass off. You know, using the spirit of Nika. Um, I think uh, Kid and Law also have new photos. Uh, whoever is Morgan's new uh, like photographer is, he just be captured. Actually, it says that they got the pictures from CP Zero. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where they got the pictures from. But pretty good, uh, nonetheless. Um. So yeah, they're they're just reacting to that. Meanwhile, the Straw Hats are not really the wiser. They're out partying. Uh, Jimbei is the only one at this dining hall, because uh, you know they set up a whole like organized and fancy samurai meal for them uh jimbei's the only one there and he's like none of them could wait for two hours they're already outside partying um and we cut to them partying immediately uh luffy yamato and uh and chopper are all just having a great time out there doing the straw hat party thing all that stuff uh and then we get an interesting tidbit of news uh we cut to Robin underneath the castle. Um, she's admiring these like dolls, uh, these Kokeshi dolls. Um, and that's when Tengu comes in. And uh, he's like, you're admiring my dolls, Nico Robin. And she's like, whoa, how'd you know my name? Um, and uh, why is your collection in here, in this place? And Tengu reveals that he was in prison there for a long time. Uh, and Robin's like, wait, weren't you a blacksmith? What? Why were you here? Uh, and he said, I, I, I was a pretty good blacksmith for a while, but you know, uh, it was only for fun. It was a hobby. Ruling a kingdom could be so tiring. And then he takes off his Tengu mask and it's revealed that Tengu is actually, uh, Kozuki Sukiyaki, the father of Odin. You're not going to get a drop of that? I did. Didn't you hear it? Oh, I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're hearing it. Hey, this cat keeps me at one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You take care of your cat. Um, but in any case, yeah. Uh, it, Odin's father was alive this whole fucking time. Uh, Robin takes it kind of well. <laughs> She's like, whoa. Does Momo know? And uh, yeah, te- he has no intention of telling him that he's alive. Uh, basically, uh, after the attack on the uh the palace where uh where odin died and toki uh, teleported everybody to the future uh sukiyaki managed to escape uh and he was about to commit seppuku right on the spot but um you know i i guess he was gonna like go into what 
he was uh, what he did that stopped him. But um, that's when Robin interrupts him and reveals another fucking bombshell. Um, she mentions that she's certain somewhere that the ancient weapon Pluton is somewhere in Wano. And uh, it turns out Sukiyaki confirms that it is. Uh, she got this based off of the Poneglyphs in Alabasta all the way back uh, when she took Crocodile down there. So turns out, um, yeah. turns out Crocodile was absolutely fucking right. Uh, that Poneglyph did reveal the location of the Pluton. Um, geez, Louise. So, yeah, Pluton's real and it exists on Wano. Which explains a lot, to be honest. Um, I, I thought about that and I was like, well, the samurai don't seem to be like that crazy strong. Uh, it's weird that the government would like stay back from Wano and like allow it to be kind of this independent country for so long. And it makes sense. They have one of the ancient weapons on their side. Uh, so pretty good. Uh, pretty good twist. Um, meanwhile, we cut over to the excavation camp in Udon, uh, where Luffy was actually imprisoned for, uh, for a bulk of the arc. Uh, all of Kaido's remaining men are being, uh, impaled by weird tree things. Um, vines. Yeah, vines, I guess. Uh, King and Queen are impaled entirely. Like, King just gets stabbed on screen, like, right in front of us. And uh, Queen is getting like bled dry. This these yeah. vines seem to be like drinking their blood. Uh, and we see, you know who it is. You know what time it is. It's Ryu Kugyu, just down there kicking Queen while he's down. You know, like talking mad shit too, while also drinking a barrel of I guess booze with the other vine. Uh, while also saying that they shit is mid. Yeah, you Kaido pirates are mid. Time. I cannot allow myself to be defeated by mids. Um, we should have mid-ass wine. Yeah. Uh, um, make no mistake, guys. As as the kids are saying these days, Green Bull is low diffing. <laughs> <laughs> King and Queen. <laughs> What's low diffing? I haven't heard that one yet. And I'm fairly on the TikToks. I'm he, up on the he, language. All right. All right. So apparently... Not apparently. What, what low diff stands for is low difficulty, meaning like he's defeating them with with minimal effort. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it. You know, so I mean, there, in, in, a, in, a, in an oppressing display of uh, of of uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Balancing? No. Scaling. Scaling. There we go. Thank you. There's also You know when someone can solo your entire verse? Yeah. Yeah, Ryu Kugyu is currently soloing the Beast Pirates verse right now. Damn. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And he's not even worried. He's just like still like, this shit tastes like shit. Um, he calls over to his buddies who are outside waiting for Wano, waiting outside of Wano, and he tells them to send a battleship over. Uh, and not to Isn't s- it swirly eyes. Oh, I'm sorry for cutting you off. Did you say swirly? Is no, he has swirly eyes. No, right? No, he doesn't have swirly eyes. Ah, so that was somebody else on the camera, unless it was the snail's eye scrambled. Anyway. Yeah, no, it was probably like just a an effect. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, he's he's talk he tells him to send a fucking ship, but not to talk, not to tell Akainu, uh, aka Sakazuki, about it. Um, he says, "I love that guy's cut no corners attitude. I want to hear him say you did good when I bring him this kid's head." Uh, he's not playing any games. They're gonna have to go through him. I feel this is not a Fujitora situation. Well, they'll have a friendly joust and they'll run away. I think this guy's serious. Um, meanwhile, at the flower capital, Luffy is at the top of this weird building thing. Uh, and he just yells out to the people. He says, listen up, everybody in the fucking alliance. We all fought together. Uh, y'all fought hard. Uh, and that's when, um, oh, we had this little moment where uh, Momo flashes back to Luffy telling him not to tell Wano that he defeated Kaido because he doesn't want to be a hero. And that's very consistent with Luffy's character. He doesn't want to be known as the guy who saved people. Uh, because that's not why he did it for, technically. He did it basically just f- because of Momo. Uh, He's more bashful than Chopper, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Kid is like, Kid comes out of nowhere in the middle of all of this and he tries to like hit Luffy or something. Uh, but Luffy's like, hey, Jaggy, you're here. He grabs Eustace Kid and two page spread of uh, Kampai, which is the toast that they actually promised that they do with everybody at the start of the Onigashima fight. Um, that's the reason that they held off with Jinbei is like, you know what? Before we swear Jinbei and we should do this with everybody instead. Uh, and everybody goes, Kampai does the toast. Uh, low key, I think. Like, this conscripts everybody to Luffy's, like, fleet without him really knowing. Yeah. <laughs> is that what happened? They all shared the glass? Mm-hmm. I think this technically they all, counts. They all pop that bottle together? Yeah, they all pop that bottle together. And that's how you. Yeah. That's how they do it in One Piece. If you pop bottles... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Post-time skip, they get busy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, everybody's, like, partying. Everybody's, you know, having a, having a great time. Uh, that's when Kid just, like knocks off Luffy's arm and he's like, I came to eliminate you. Just look at this shit. Uh, and it reveals the new four emperors of the sea. The two we already know. We have Shanks and Blackbeard, new warlord, new emperor of the sea, Monkey D. Luffy, and last but certainly not least, the new warlord of the sea, Buggy the Genius Jester. And... Oh. And uh, the chapter ends with Ryugukyu walking his way over to the flower capital. And- oh, talking that good shit. Yes. You say y'all niggas popping bottles? I'm about to pop this bottle too. What you talking about? Oh, man. All right. Oh, so, shit. Uh, again, lots to talk about here. But uh, let's uh, let's start with you. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Oh, man. Oh, man. So, first of all, I'll I'll have a rebuttal to your closing statements on the chapter, which was how Buggy is certainly not the least. I think this is like one of those rare times (laughs) where that's absolutely the case. (laughs) Last but least. Um, Yes. (laughs) At least in combat. I mean. (laughs) Last but absolutely least. (laughs) It's sad because, like, he only ha- Buggy only has a good matchup against swordsmen, and none of these guys are swordsmen. Like, Shanks I guess a little bit. Fundamentally, I mean, sure, Shanks fights with a sword, but you know his, you know his combat is more swag than anything else. So that's true. What can Buggy really do against that? I'm pretty sure, as a matter of fact, that's like 
super effective against buggy yeah yeah anyways um i really like this chapter it was the it, it had nice little doses of, of, of hype and, and build up towards you know next month when we get a new chapter yeah <laughs> and uh while also you know giving us the usual uh one piece traditional end of arc celebration it's fun and it, it, it could be boring on its own uh, but it's just the way Oda balances it, you know, balances uh, these things. He, he did it again. I'm 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 thoroughly excited to see what Green Bull's about to uh, do and why not. I remember last week I confidently was like, man, he's not gonna pull up to them and fight. He's about to have a conversation <laughs> with them. <laughs> he's not a, he, he's not about no war. Your man was flying in on a fucking leaf pedal. Like he was Deku Link from Majora's Mask. Shout out if you know that reference. Um, but you know, I disrespected him and I disrespected the Deku Scrub Link because he's a he's a he's a he's a thug too. Um man. What did I say before? I was like, even if Luffy and Zoro didn't fight, like he can't take all on all of Wano. I don't know, man. Maybe Maybe he can. Maybe he can. Yep. Maybe he can. Hey, here's the thing. Uh, I'll say this. Like, the Beast Pirates are all fucked up right now, to be fair. For sure. Luffy and everybody else are probably not 100% themselves. So, if there's any time to strike, maybe it's now. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Luffy could beat him one-on-one at full strength. I mean, I, we don't really know. All right. This is the only... All right. I did not expect... Let me organize my thoughts. This was seven days after the conflict. You know, granted, they're, they're, like you said, not 100%, but they're not, you know, they're not, like, sickly and wounded. They're yeah. they're good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're partying. So, like, King and Queen, and, the, you know, like, King and Queen, they were probably okay. They probably had nursed their injuries and was trying to regroup and figure out what they was going to do. And they got bodied, bro. So, like, without... If Luffy was still actually hurt or he couldn't activate his, you know, gear five, monkey god mode, et cetera, et cetera, uh, it's not not looking good for Wano, man. Yeah. It's just not fair. Yeah. It's not cool for you, Goku. Before, I I do want to mention something that I didn't notice the first time reading. What's that? Look at that very last panel. Look at how he's walking, Ryukyu. Look at his. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you see the trail of flowers? Yeah. I didn't notice that right. the first time around. No, 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 no. no. You, I, I won. I won up you, bro. I don't know if you noticed. Why don't we go back to the beginning of the chapter? Okay. All the way. No, not the very beginning. Yeah, where though? To when he, to when they first pull up to the excavation camp. Uh huh. Okay. There's like a pan out of the outside. Hmm. Do you see all of the plant life, bro? Yeah. Son, that's all him. Damn. Maybe that's cat. Maybe that's cat. But that's I mean Maybe I I will buy I'll take it. <laughs> I think you know one of does have has has you know plant life. <laughs> but it's be it's because you know you could see the flower and the mushroom in that corner. I thought that was him creating like I thought that was implying that he mm-hmm. he left all of that on his way there. Yeah. Um hell yeah. 
He blew up the whole site by, by himself just with raw power of, of plants. Yeah. Um, I mean, this guy might be able to take on Hashirama. Nah, maybe not. Oh, that's Cap. <laughs> that might be Cap. That might be Cap. All right, that's my thoughts, bro. Um, it was it was an incredible chapter. Are you are you struggling the RGC? Yeah, I'm struggling, bro. I'm struggling. <laughs> can I can I can I give it some more thought? Yeah, you can give us some time. Uh, we, we can move, move on to at least the end of this. Uh, all right. Yeah, Brian. Can. Um, do you have any thoughts or rebuttals to anything I said? Uh, no. This was a pretty. This is a pretty good chapter, honestly. Uh, of the week, pretty big bombs are dropped. Uh, you know, we found out where Pluton is. We finally got to see Rikyuku. Like it's just. So many bomb drops, and then also this is the last chapter of the month, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're not going to be seeing One Piece for a while. So uh, they yeah. gave us enough to like kind of think about, you know, like they gave us a lot to to kind of digest for a month. Like, holy shit, Buggy's a fucking emperor! Like, <laughs> it really makes you wonder what the fuck did he do to like accidentally get that? You know, yeah. like because he didn't earn it for sure. We all know this, right? There's no way this guy actually earned becoming an emperor. Some shit happened, like the perfect domino chain of fucking events happened to make him a fucking emperor by accident. Without <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Without I, doubt, bro. There's not a shadow doubt in my mind. I wonder what the fuck it is. At this point, Buggy might actually be fucking Pirate King before Luffy. <laughs> At this rate, <laughs> he might fall like into I can see him becoming Pirate King before Luffy. Viable, completely by accident. He's probably the man Roger is really waiting for, and we just don't know it yet. Maybe that's why they laughed at Laugh Tale, is they saw <laughs> they saw a clown. <laughs> <laughs> it was like ah, it wasn't any of us. It's Buggy this whole time. We had him on our ship. Sun God Buggy. Yeah. With those so, are, oh, sorry. Brian. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are those are my thoughts. Uh, there's still actually there is still like one theory. Well, I didn't mention. I didn't think that there was any theories, but uh, there's actually one where people still think that Ryu Gyuki could be Zoro's dad, but I doubt it now. Yeah, no, uh, there's no way. Doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem doesn't seem like the type. Uh, no, he doesn't even look like he's from Wano either. Um, judging by his appearance and how he acts, for the most part, he doesn't seem like a, a Wano resident. Mm-hmm. Fujitora looks more like a Wano resident than he does. So, uh, yeah, yeah those, those those are my thoughts. Yo, man, his tattoo means double suicide at Death River. This guy's doing the most. What does that mean, though? There has that's to be that. more meaning to that. Brian, can that's you get a haiku? Yo, Brian, that was Brian's. Brian wants a tattoo like that now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Brian I, wants. I mean, I can identify Edge if I if I ever heard it. That's so. Edge. Where are you gonna get a tattoo, bro? Uh, the same place? Yes. <laughs> he's gonna get a, He's gonna get it tatted on his at Edge River. He's gonna get it tatted on his heart because that's where yes. his soul resides. <laughs> Uh, I'll go with you, Brian. I'm not gonna get it, but I'll go with you, bro, for support. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I—I I mean, I love this chapter uh, as well. 
lots of stuff just casually dropped here, uh, but still like just a little sprinkle. Even the revel- revelation that Pluton's on Wano felt like just a little sprinkle in comparison to like everything else that's been going on with Rigu Q uh, and Luffy get becoming officially known as a warlord now by the world. Right. Uh, the buggy thing is so funny. It's so funny to witness the buggy thing. Cause, uh, I've been, that's the thing I, I mentioned to you guys in the group chat, uh, that we, I was spoiled. This is what I was spoiled about was that buggy what? became, uh, an emperor. <laughs> that's what people dropped on me, which I was fucking furious. Did you hate your life? Dude, I was so mad. I, I got to delete TikTok off my shit. Cause people have, oh, no, people have no, move, move the, I don't know, man. People Figure. have no yeah, shame. They'll just straight up. Like the, the guy I saw, he, the first thing he said, and I'm swiping, I have no control over what I see next. I just see what well, buggy's a Yonko now. I'm like, fuck. He does. Remember when he said that? Um, Yonko. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck. Oh, I, I, I wanted to respond to something you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Only I can remember what. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. I'll keep Luffy. Going. Luffy officially Some being a, a warlord now. Before that. Uh, not warlord. But um, the Pluton being dropped feeling only like a little Okay, sprinkle. yes, yes, yes. All right. It just occurred to me that Pluton may be a person as well, like Shirohoshi was. Well, they confirmed it a couple times that it's a ship. Because Frankie has the blueprints. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Look at us trying to build theories of our own. <laughs> it's not because my theory was wrong, but because I sounded like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. All right, it's a it's a it's a boat. It's a boat. It's a big boat. It's a, it's a big death boat. You know. So just just a just a boat with really strong weapons. It's on a it. big strong boat that can't be defeated or destroyed. It's well, like where is it? Is the island Pluto? Pluto? You think Wano is Pluton? Itself? Maybe it moves? What if Zunatia is Pluton? <laughs> That's what I'm saying! That's no. what I'm saying! Yeah! Well, you can't build Zunatia unless Zunatia is a robot. Maybe it's armor for Zunatia. Mm. It's not. It's I'm, not feeling, I'm getting like Fiddy on the back type of situation. That's what I'm getting. Like Fortress, yo. Well, we, well, technically, you know, people see it as as a ship. Frankie's the only one who really knows what it looks like because he's seen the he's seen the blueprints. Him and I. And he just never mentioned like, yo, by the way, guys, Pluto looks like this and that. They, they right? don't need to know. They're not happening, right? No. What an asshole! <laughs> In theory, he could be like, that's what that's Pluton, all right. Frankie could <laughs> identify Pluton. Imagine like, oh yeah, Luffy, BT Dubs, uh, we're on Pluton right now. This is Pluton, by by the way. <laughs> no, who this knows? Whole, all of this. <laughs> that that's crazy that it's on there, but that's like one of the sprinklings. You know, it's weird. Such a long-standing thing in the series that d- two fights have been like Pluton has two whole arcs revolved around it, with Alabasta and CPs and the CP9 arc, the Any Slobby arc. The whole thing was about getting Pluton, and it's just right there. Via via uh via Robin, yeah via via either Robin or Frankie's blueprints. Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, either way. Uh, so yeah, more more thoughts. Uh, one thing. Oh, okay. I was just thinking about the discourse 
around Buggy being a Yonko now. It is mm-hmm. really funny to see people react to that because a lot of people are like low key annoyed. Um, and I'm like, you haven't been reading One Piece for very long, have you? Uh, th- it's like ever since Marine Ford, that's the gag that Buggy. Yeah, has, this has been built up. Yeah, yeah, that Buggy just because, Buggy just yeah. has failed upward for the mm-hmm. longest time. And it's really made him one of my favorite parts of this series. Maybe not one of my favorite characters, but every time Buggy fails upward, it just makes me smile. Just because it's so right. it, stupid. It's interesting. It's like it's like a dose of chaos, you know? But yeah. a different kind of chaos from, like, Blackbeard. Yeah, and I love it because it's such an emblematic thing of how people are starting to overthink One Piece a lot. Because a lot of people are trying to justify Buggy in a very deep and plot-driven way. Which I don't think is wrong, per se. But come on, <laughs> like this is the whole thing. Uh, the whole, there's like a theory surrounding Buggy that he's he's playing the long game and then he's acting weak this whole time to like get further ahead. Uh, you know, in the in the pirating world, which I don't know how much I buy. I think Oda really just likes putting Buggy in these increasingly compromising situations, and because <laughs> it's just funny. Where he's bound to, you know, he's bound to like <laughs> yeah. fuck the pack up. That yeah. if he gets pressed a little bit, he'll you'll be squashed. He'll get his shit pushed in by everybody he's holding company with. So I've uh, I've seen fan art of Buggy versus Luffy, and Buggy's using advanced conquerors hockey. <laughs> well, what's really funny <laughs> is that like there, it could be a possibility that Buggy's gotten a little stronger since the time skip. It's not impossible. But I think like he's still supposed to be whatever happened with Buggy, because I forget who was after him when the Admirals descended upon his fucking um his his uh pirate business. Uh but something happened there. I think when they tried to get him, he fucked them up so bad with his because he has a fleet himself. Buggy technically has a fleet. Yeah. So of people who used to be in Impel Down and probably a ton of more people who like joined him after hearing it. So yeah, something happened there. I think like his people fucked people up so bad that it, like he just got all the credit for it. And yeah, he's got like a real gangster crew. Yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, and he's just taking the credit for it. Honestly, I I love it so much and I wish it wasn't spoiled for me because what a fucking great what a fucking great twist because i wasn't even thinking about it the whole time we were like maybe they'll just like exclude luffy because they don't want people to know about the nika situation so they'll give it to eustace and um and law but no <laughs> it's just it's just buggy uh right i thought it was gonna be law kid too but thank they, they i'm gonna just leave it at that yeah. i was expecting one of them but i'm not surprised yeah just another let's go back just another theoretical L that we've taken on this show, but um, it's all right. The, uh, the The actuality thing has brought me so much more joy, so I'm very excited about it. So sad that we won't be seeing One Piece for a month, but uh, it's it'll it'll be a good thing to have because July 24th is like a couple days after my birthday, so it's a little like a nice little uh, birthday present for Oda to come back on my birthday week. Do that. I appreciate it. <laughs> But yeah, that's all of my thoughts. I can't wait. Uh, we're getting into the final phase of One Piece. Uh, I expect full weeks, full months of chapters 
for at least three months, Oda. <laughs> if you're gonna make us wait one month for the next one, unless you really need a break, then take the break. But yeah, those are all my thoughts. Great chapter, not my RGC. You may have noticed, uh, but very good, very very good chapter. Very close, probably my second. Uh, it does win uh, the audience, but uh, RGC, but it is tied with another series. So, oh wow! So I'll give it. I'll give no, it. So technically, I can't record the vote for the audience not, this week. But that's kind of how I do it. If it's tied, I just it's a neutral. Yeah. That being said, I will give it the drop. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. It deserves I don't know what it's tied with. Actually, I know what it's tied with. You don't know what it's tied with. You don't. Then that means I do know. <laughs> well, well, let's see. You'll find out. Anyway, you you guys ready to move on? Yes. Then let's go. Oh, it was nobody's argument. Whoa. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia Chapter 356 regarding the enemy. Uh, last we left off, uh, All for One took a pretty big hit uh, from Hawks uh, through the combined efforts of himself, Jiro, and uh, Tokoyami, all at once trying to fight him. Uh, causing his quirks to kind of like rebel against him as far as we knew. As far as we know. As far as we know. We'll we'll learn more about that later. I forgot J- Jiro lost one of her ears uh, in this battle, which is pretty crazy. She's a young child <laughs> and she's already lost her, her ear in battle. Um, she's still going tough. She yeah, she's going. Um, she don't feel that. So she, she takes off her jacket and wraps it around... Um, Tokoyami, uh, I guess to give him some more shade to a degree so he could power up uh, Dark Shadow. And, uh, right, wrapped around his fist. Mm, arm. Very cool. Uh, mm. She jumps off and she says, here's your big chance. I'll catch up with you later. And already, just such a fucking dope moment. Uh, Sukuyomi go, um, t- uh, Tokoyami goes gear third and uh, yep. <laughs> he, got, he does Abyssal Black Body Ragnarok Big Shadowy Fist. Right, in, right into All for One's fucking face, breaking his life support mask in uh, two great panels. Honestly, so fucking cool. Uh, loved this moment. Uh, All for One is like, my cool edge mask. No. <laughs> Yo, Tonko <laughs> fucking snapped that nigga, man. <laughs> Yo. That was cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, So, yeah, Hawks comes in for the kill. He takes his big feather sword. Um, All for one is thinking to himself, like, I needed to dodge that attack at all costs, yet my awareness was delayed. Um, And uh, he, ex- he, you know, basically explains to us that, like, because he's in a significantly weaker body now, his quirks don't respect him anymore. <laughs> They're like, fuck you, dude. We're going to stop you now. And uh, they've cast a rebellion. Um, so, yeah, he's just like fighting against his own quirks at this point. Um, 
Meanwhile, Hawks comes in for the kill, but then he gets like an image of just all for one being gross and eating somebody. Uh, <laughs> and eating people. Yeah. <laughs> eating other people. Yeah, just uh, setting everything to flame and killing everyone. And he's setting his quirk straight. <laughs> that's what he's... He got an image oh, of him that's what it is. Wow, I was confused. I was like, is he having a memory right now? What is this? But yeah, he is He is telling his quirks to sit the fuck down and obey him. If he ever looked like a lima bean, this was the moment. Yeah, this is... Yeah. That was exactly what went through my mind as I looked at that picture. Like, wow, this is legit. Like I said before, like yeah. the lima bean from Jimmy Neutron eating people. Yeah, this is fucking horrifying. Yeah, he went full lima I bean once too. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, to be faced with that face. Ugh. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is—is is this Slenderman? Is this what Slenderman does? <laughs> dude. I- Nobody's going full lima bean. Speaking of Slenderman. Yeah, he does a whole dumb explosion. Uh, he does his like tendril explosion thing to catch his individual pieces of his mask. That's why he did all that. To like not only push everybody away, but also capture the little individual shards of his life. Uh, his, um, what was it? Oh, damn. Why was it? life preserving mask? Life support. life support. Thank you. Life support mask and pull it together. Um, and as in the middle of doing that, that's when All Might pulls up, uh, where, uh, not All Might, Endeavor pulls up. Oh, oh, but you felt that. Oh, yeah, I felt that energy. That meant something. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to address that later. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, we get this sh- misleading shot where it looks like Hawks, like, got in the way of, uh, Tokoyami, like, trying to take all the brunt of it. But yeah, it is Endeavor. He pulls up. He gets his arm like really fucked up in that mode, but um, he fights through it still. Um, and uh, he just forges onward. Uh, we get to with his right arm with his right arm skewered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely lost his arm. It shows in that panel. No, he has two arms Hello. though. You'll see. No. Oh wait, you, does he no, make a fire panel? He literally. Like in that same panel, in that same page, he is it gets ripped off. You see? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was confused because he punches with that arm, but I guess he makes a whole firearm, which is pretty cool. Um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we cut over to kind of uh, the uh, inside of Endeavor's mind at this moment. Uh, it's his younger self just like talking, you know, talking about how his position, his atonement, his mistakes, responsibility. There's all of it has only exposed one weakness that was always there. And uh, it was basically his inferiority complex. Uh, and it comes back to watching his father uh, die uh, attempting to save a girl. Uh, it's unclear whether he was a hero or not. But um, yeah, his father died. And um, he thought back on his envy of Superman, true Superman, and his inferiority complex, and he tried to, like, apply himself. He called himself Endeavor uh, to as a symbol of how he wanted to make it on his own merits and his hard work. Um, But no matter what, he would always just feel lesser than, and it would, like, really just eat at him as a person until it turned him into, you know, the abusive fuck he turned out to be for a while. Um, But... You know, he chokes this, like, inner visage of himself, I guess, trying to do away, like, as a symbol of doing away with that old version of himself that was just so envious and and so uh, 
so messed up. Um, and then we cut to the outside world, it looks like. And as he's loading up a fire punch, I guess he does like replace the arm that he just lost with just pure fire. I didn't even notice. That's what I was saying. I thought I thought he yeah. kept his arm. Yeah, he he definitely used this quirk to create a flame fist, which is fucking crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, he hit him with a falcon punch. God, oh my face. god! I don't look I, at wow. that fucking face, man. What a good time to have a falcon punch drop, huh? Damn. Anyway, oh, lesson learned. <laughs> next I'm, uh, next episode, I'm getting a falcon punch. <laughs> Drop. I will not be caught off guard again. But yeah, he smacks all for one with this fucking fire fist, uh, skew, uh, scorching him alive. Um, and Endeavor says to him, Dogged? Yeah, I sure am. Which is why, as long as I live, I'll never take solace in a job well done. Putting an end to this fight is my duty. And we get this cool panel of him looking fucked up, but still ready to fight. Uh, very, very cool. Um, and uh, that's where the chapter ends. So let's get into it. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Um, this was my RGC, and it was really tough. It was also mine. Okay, Brian. Yeah, it was mine. Uh, it was mine too. Man. Yeah, it's a unified, really good chapter of the week. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys mind if I cover if I go first on the recap for this one? Sure. Go look at him. Brian's I running a victory lap right the now. Best chapter of my hero in a very long time. Like it, it's been a while since I've had a chap since my hero has had a chapter like this. It just it just it was such a well balanced chapter. You got to see so many people do their thing. You know. Um, like, you had Hawks coming in and being, like, the, the veteran. You had the youngsters coming in and doing some shit. But, of course, you know, my Endeavor bias speaks up. And it always it always takes over in the end. And um, him having this, like, him having this moment, you know, of, of kind of realization and, like, you know, trying to overcome his, his own insecurities and flaws and... Everything is kind of coming to fruition where it's like, oh, fuck, you know, this is what it really means to be the number one. This is what it really means to be uh, a person who can really who has to rely on themselves to like push forward. And uh, you have to throw your body on the line. And Endeavor always does that. Don't get me wrong. But this moment just hits differently just because this is where it all fucking counts. Like, this is where it all really fucking matters. And he usually always pulls up. He always shows up when it matters. If you really think about it. Like, this this guy never... This guy never really shies away from a fight. He never really... Uh, no matter how bad things are, he will push through to the end. He almost fucking lost an eye uh, fighting the fucking Flying Nomu. He was the first dude to fucking square up with Shigaraki. Like, this guy doesn't run away from a fight. And him showing up again here, despite being so fucking internally conflicted, is really fucking huge. And um, he's making a case 
for redemption, but I wouldn't say he's 100% there. I don't know if he'll 100% ever be redeemed. Um, and that's something he kind of has to live with. But what he can do is this. Literally do everything he can to always kind of, you know, try to push to be a better person or try to be a better hero than than he than the people before him, you know? And this chapter was really beautiful, the way that it was portrayed and, and drawn, too. Like, the emotion on his face when he goes to punch uh, all for one. I honestly have not seen a panel like that in a while, like, with that much expression and, and meaning behind that attack. Like, I can't name a, a, a manga that, that draws like that, you know? It was such a beautiful fucking moment with that art. And Horikoshi really fucking outdid himself with that. Like, you can't, like, he, he just, he takes the storylines that nobody would ever fucking do, and he runs with it. And it's, like, you can't, you, you just can't fault him for it. Like, this guy is, is so incredible when, with his art. Like, you can't, like, he, he's just one of the best in the business when it comes to it. And I'm glad that he's still, like, on a steady increase, incline. You know, he hasn't gone down since this uh, war arc started, which is really good. I want him to keep this shit up. Like, keep going, brother. You got, you got this, man. You could pull this arc off. Just keep this quality up right now. So, that's all I got. Nice. Josh? Okay, yeah, but, um, you know, well said. So, I don't have any rebuttals, I guess, to what you were saying. Mm -hmm. But, I did, there's something that came across my mind um, as I was reading this, and, uh, I think I really enjoyed this series at first because I thought it was going to have, like, sorry, guys. <laughs> I went for you guys to pass by. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Oh, they, I thought it was going to have a vibe. Like, it was going to be kind of like paying homage to American comics. And I think I, think I kind of lost sight of that, like, along the way. And this chapter just really brought me back to that. And it kind of made me reflect on just how the series has been so far and like how, how Horikoshi has been um, delivering, you know, information, how he's been displaying like, like these fights. It, it is in very American comic acts where it's like this conversation and flashy moves, you know what I'm saying? And manga's like that too. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's just that you, it's the the depth of the conversation, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I I suppose you could say that for a lot of different manga series, but I think in the way that this is the combination of the art with the like with his style of writing that just you know you can see that the hype moments he's going for are the same kind of like dynamic like pictures you'd see like in a comic how they jump out of the panels and stuff. Like let's like look at uh. Let's go to page, if you guys are following along, yeah. right? Uh, page seven and six. And, you know, if you guys are just listening, I'll try to explain it. There's a there's a close-up. After um after Awful One expands his weirdo tentacles out to get the pieces of his mask and <laughs> brings it back together <laughs> to form it in, like the close-up of it, 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After him doing this crazy feat, that reminded me of some Magneto shit. Yeah, you know, like like him reconstructing his helmet back together or something, and then a close up of how how deadly. Like it's what Horikoshi chooses to emphasize, and it carries. You know, it really carries in like this the story. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 like his art does such like heavy lifting, and I feel like you you know. Me personally, I had to accept that mm-hmm. and enjoy it. I mean, in the next page with Endeavor Black and everything, look how his fist kind of like, it doesn't quite jump out, but it's it's a mess of everything going on, but you see the fist solid breaking through as he's getting hurt like that. That was that was well displayed. Mm-hmm. What else can I say, man? It, it carries the emotion over. Um, and even this mini backstory of Endeavor, I thought was kind of deep. I mean, we... We know he was a very flawed man for like, you know, kind of obvious reasons like his inferiority complex and his abusiveness. But um, I thought it was still really cool that I was able to see like a new perspective of him by, you know, them showing how his father died and how he internalized that into being a hero. It was just I don't think there was anything profound learned there that we don't already know. But I thought it was a nice touch in between the emotional moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredibly well done. Even more impressive that he beat out One Piece <laughs> on the send-off hype chapter. Yeah. I mean, and then the last thing I'll say, uh, I mean, this final panel. Him blowing up. Or, I mean, we don't even see how he looks. Like, the, the last we see of him is that he's this little speck, like, in a crisp it doesn't matter man he left his mark bro mm-hmm. i don't care if it's back up i know he's hurt yeah it's enough for me and you know i don't i'm not saying endeavor is is 100 redeemed or anything like that but man he, he's trying hard and, and you know i respect it yeah okay what do you think chris wowie 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 obviously right. lots of stuff to talk about i mean this is i agree with brian uh this is probably the best my hero chapter in a while and you know there've been some good ones lately um it's it's re- you know for for this war being what it is it, it, there's some really good stuff happening in it and this is probably the best one i didn't really expect it uh to be honest um but yeah everything is just like on full force and you know this is like kind of horikoshi just kind of at his peak you know this is the first time where i felt like Hey, this is like classic my hero, you know, like going into just kind of like the the depth of the character and really just trying to like analyze what they're doing, who they are and just like bringing it to the fight and all that stuff. So, I love that for this. And it's especially for Endeavor who is just like such an interesting character going uh for a long time uh just cuz his arc is probably one of the more famous, fascinating if not the most fascinating in in my hero really um it's the most complex arc i think and um i think it's not necessarily about him being redeemed cuz i don't know how much you can be redeemed with the things that he's done you know with his family and all that stuff but you know it's just a guy who's trying to do the best he can to be a better person going forward you know you like you can't change the past you know it, it only matters what you're doing now and i think that's what this if there's any redemption for endeavor it's he's always been trying to push forward you know and trying to make active changes um right 
which which he's he's definitely trying to do as you see inside of his mind um you know him conflicting with his inner demons and i think there's a very interesting emphasis on his inner self telling him that he'll never be a superhero you know like because when you think about his origin with his dad his dad tried to save somebody and in endeavor's eyes he wasn't good enough to cut it he wasn't good enough to survive and save the girl uh so that's where his inferiority complex is it's just he just wasn't good enough i'm not good enough either given all might i'll just never reach that height mm. i think that's very like deep and complex i wish they were like as as much as i do love this i wish they had like expanded on it a little bit but i get you're in the heat of battle you can't really do that I, and you know you, you get enough information to kind of like uh yeah. extrapolate what you need uh so I, I appreciated that on that front uh and the artistic i mean this chapter might have s- sealed it for me horikoshi might be currently has taken the torch from bleach being like best artist in jump right now in my opinion artist objective and i love every artist in jump don't get as far as on a weekly basis yeah but you know you see punch man basically yeah i mean you see what he's given you know there's like so much detail there's like this shading shit it's hard what they do here it's um they have to paste all of those little shades on and they have to cut it you know like to a perfect like angles and all that stuff to get the lighting right and he does it constantly uh it's not fucking easy, you know, and uh, the detail on his pencils and his inks, it's it's out of this world. Um, so I, I very much respect him as an artist on that front. Uh, this this was the best chapter of my hero in a long time, and I'm hoping also that it continues on its growth. Um, uh, yeah, I love this. I love it so much. RGC all the way around. So yeah, well said, Chris. I mean, <laughs> sure. Right, right, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, we—it's a far cry from us being like it's moving too fast, blah blah blah. But you know, yeah, it 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 was it was balanced very well. I already know what it is. Like, that's I'm good. not gonna act like that's still not you know it doesn't still kind of bug me because you're right. It, it would have been nice for certain things to be expanded on, but it is what it is. It was a nice little slice in between like the heat of the moment, which I think. Like we all agree, I believe was executed incredibly well. Yeah, I'll say this: I think like there are moments where this these are things that Horikoshi had planned for a long time, so you can tell when he's enthusiastic about something, and you know when he has to move forward. And this is one of those things where you know he had it in his head for a long time, and he was like, "Yeah, this is the moment. I'm very excited about it." Um, but yeah, super excited. Uh, you guys have any rebuttals? No. Yeah, it's not about redemption. It's about trying to move forward and, and be a better person every day. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, and that's the more you know. You can't control how other people feel. You can do the you just gotta try the best you can. Yeah. If you do care. Yeah. yeah, one percent better every day. Every day, folks. <laughs> right. Model be- here. Yeah. That being said, uh, are you guys all set to move onward? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Jujutsu Kaisen. 
Um, I'm up on my slow ass iPad. <laughs> well, in that case, I'm I'm gonna hand over the reins to Josh. He's gonna take over recap duty this week. Very excited. So let's get into it. Josh, take us away. All right. So we are on. Thank God the chapter was on the second page. Chapter one eighty eight. Tokyo number two colony part seven. Um, or as I like to say, uh, alternate title. Electric boy gets busy. Okay. Um, we start the chat. All right. What happened in the last chapter? We had Kashimo coming to terms with the fact that he's going to have to fight against an invisible god for four minutes and eleven seconds. I believe the time was or yeah. something like that. yeah, and uh, and, pos- he- and possibly then- in perpetuity. Yes, <laughs> he was aim. He was very ready, and he was so ready. That it spurred in uh, uh, a mini uh, a mini past. What do you call that? Flashback, uh, where we realized that you know in the past his total motivation is just just win at fights. That's it. That's all he wants to do. There you go. That's why he's looking for circling for. Okay, moving forward. At the beginning of this chapter, we get um, the lyrics to uh, the lyrics. To this song called "Admiring You" by Ata Tairakuru. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, there we go. Lyrics and music by her. Yeah, she writes her own shit. That's what's up. Okay. Um, I'm gonna read the whole thing to y'all. You always exaggerate. The local udon noodles aren't as tasty as you say. The neighborhood dog isn't as big as you say, and I'm not as cute as you say. When you vowed to hate me forever, you were exaggerating to the end. But it might actually be true. Each night in the bath, I think of that moment. And eight years ago, and your verbal slip. Ooh, what a hairy back. <laughs> papaya, papaya. What a hairy back. Papaya, papaya, papaya. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Everyone always exaggerates. Like, even if you don't find love, lose that hair or change jobs, things will work out. But what if they don't? Question mark. Mm. Sometimes I also exaggerate like I don't worry about my makeup and fake tears relieve the pain. Now I'm getting off at the next station. Dot, dot, dot. Alone. Wow. Yeah. I did not read this song at all. <laughs> I did. I read a whole thing because I thought it was some type of foreshadowing. Guess what, everybody? It wasn't. Well, I don't know. I need to make sure y'all time. What? Maybe it's maybe the foreshadowing has yet to come. It probably is. I don't, yeah, they did mention the next station, and maybe that's part of this guy's Rishi. Whatever. Let's get to, <laughs> let's get into the chapter. So, um, even though your boy, uh, come Kashima, I don't remember. Hakari? Thank you. No, not Hakari. Um, Kashima, electric man. Yeah. Even though Kashimo was very confident, we begin the chapter with him hauling ass because he knows what time <laughs> it is. I mean, you know, you got to get some space. And uh, Hikari says, you know what? Instead of catching up to you, I'm just going to punch this big fucking uh, iron storage unit. And they have a game of tennis <laughs> with the storage unit. Really yeah. intense. That's the shit you love to see, you know? Oh, um, my God. You know, they go back and forth to the point that they break it down. And... Um, they yeah, e yeah. Honda it. They go. Bah, 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 bah. They go e Honda on it. They just go. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, like it, it keep, like it go bing 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 bing. Like they get clo- <laughs> yeah. they get closer and closer until it turns into 
I guess Iron Dust. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Hakari goes for, I guess, a hook, a mean hook. Uh, of course, Kashimo dodges swiftly, kicks him in the head, and pieces him up with a one of the straps of a iron container unit. Yikes! And then we uh we get a little uh, monologue in his head where he's saying like, "Yeah, man, you know, I know about curse energy and where it comes from, but if I if I take your head off." You ain't going to be able to, you know, revive that easily. Actually, I think he said you won't be able to revive at all. So he, uh, you know, he figures if I shoot my lightning bolt at his head and bust his shit open, I should win. Even if he's in invincible god mode. See, he had a plan. You know what I mean? He wasn't just like, man, fuck it. I'm ready to die. You know, he I, I like that. He he did have an idea. and wasn't just being a dickhead. Um, But so, yeah. He uh, decides to shoot lightning at Hikari's head, and we get one of the weirdest sequences in manga to, uh, you know, that I've ever watched. His head doesn't even blow up from the lightning. He, it, like, regenerates so fast, and he shoots out the, like, the excess cursed energy from his nose. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking God. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get that. But it was incredible. Yeah, so I think what it is is that he took the electric shock, and while he was healing, he also got rid of the electric shock through his eyes and nose. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he, he just, he like, just like, I, yeah, he just kicked it out. He said, Kashimo stunned. <laughs> Like he's not mad or nothing, but he's he is he's genuinely he's admired. Yeah, he, he admires this. You 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 can see he's like wow, no. yeah, I can't believe it. So um, you know, Hikari proceeds to give in Kashimo that close combat work. Kashimo's thinking, shit, what am I gonna do? He's getting faster. You know what I mean? Hikari's, I guess, starting to fight like a little bit more recklessly. Like he's just running into attacks and trading with him since the damage doesn't matter. Which I thought he should have did in the first place, but I guess what's the fun in that, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I guess he starts to get a little bit more desperate because as um, as uh, Hikari explains his well, as we hear in a few you know panels that um, his curse, you know the. His effect of invulnerability is about to run out in a few seconds. So, you know, she's getting critical, but Kashimo has another ace up his sleeve. And I had to watch it. I had to think about this a little bit longer than I cared to admit. But uh, check this out, guys. So, Kashimo uses his sword from earlier as like a lightning ride. You know what I mean? Like, a, like, um, to you know, just to create like a current, and he lines up Hakari. So he could have did this at a lot of different points, but this was like you know you could see like this was like his secret surprise like you know trap card type shit. <laughs> I activate my <laughs> trap card. Yeah, and um, apparently like right as uh his curse technique like ran out. He got hit with this uh the sneak attack. And um yeah, Hikari's like hurt. He's hurt, hurt. There's a whole hole in his chest, kind of like Endeavor, but worse. Dude. His body, his torso looks like a C. <laughs> is that yeah, is that doing it for y'all? That didn't read it? I hope so. That yeah, it's like, like if somebody 
took out a C-shaped chunk out of yeah. his abdomen. Yeah, that was what the lightning did. It didn't blow his body up, thank God. <laughs> it took, he beat him. He beat him in invulnerable mode, bro. That's what happened with Kashimo. He looks at him for a moment and says, it's over. As we see that Hikari's round ended at that same moment he got hit. But Hikari hits his domain expansion and activates Idol Death Gamble. With his- was that the name of the ability yes. before? Yeah. Okay, that was always the name, right? Yeah. It wasn't like Idle Alive no, Gamble. It's Idle no, it's not Idle Alive it, Gamble. It's right Idle now, because death. dead now. Okay, okay. No. Dude. There was this moment when the like when he was fighting, this little angel pops up and says death. When it, oh right, right when his head is about to explode. Yeah. No, so I, I was like, maybe that was like a little uh No. It's Idle Death Gamble. <laughs> a slight foreshadow. Nope. Okay, little tease, no? Okay. Well, yeah. No, that was... was Jujutsu Kaisen. Very oh. fast-paced, quick chapter. what I say? Electric Boy got busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hikari's luck-based, so... <laughs> what you gonna do about it? <laughs> Crazy. With his dying breath, he said the main expansion. He activates graceful charity. <laughs> Dude, I'd be so tight. He's just like, fuck, really, bro? Um, uh, but uh, honestly, uh, I'll, I'll get I'll start with my thoughts. You get uh, first of all, I want to congratulate you. Great job recapping. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. My thoughts are uh, pretty great. I mean, it's just a straight up fight the whole way through. Uh, I did not see that coming with the lightning rod at the end. Uh, pretty smart move. TBH. Yeah. It makes sense. It, it, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense to. I, I, want, I actually want to go back a chapter to see if he had put it in the ground on it by himself. I'm going to, I'll be, uh, you know, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go, go for it. Um, I mean, it's, it's just that Jujutsu Kaisen goodness. That fucking part where they're just punching the storage unit until it's dust was so, Wait, fucking, bang, 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 bang. so fucking cool. <laughs> I love that shit, man. Uh, but yeah, such a great chapter. So fun to read. It's just, you know, peak Jujutsu Kaisen. It's just a fun fight between two characters who are just, like, giving it their all and just being interesting and having interesting powers. Um, Hakari being a damn tank. He That little angel where it says death, that was actually yeah. Hakari about to die, and then he saved himself last minute by expelling the cursed energy through. Oh, that was like the death screen. Like, oh, you die. Yeah. <laughs> like, like in a game. Yeah. Wow. It was about to happen. Dude, was giving Hikari that work. I'm not even going to hold you. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't get lucky? <laughs> Come on. I, maybe there's another layer of this. You know? Maybe there's something more. Well, this, uh, D- Hikari's domain like forces him to fight recklessly at all times because he is constantly yeah. put in a position where he's immortal and he has to be so fast to activate his domain to not be immediately killed the second that his immortality falls out. So, you know, he, he has to be, like, his domain is very much, like, uh, geared towards his personality, being uh, a, a gambler and all that stuff. Or maybe his domain informs his personality. Maybe the reason he is the way he is is because his innate domain is just, like, forcing him to be a person who's very used to taking risks and flying by the seat of his pants and really just not really worrying about figuring shit out because things will work out. 
because he knows he's yeah. very lucky. He knows how to game his own system. Uh, so I respect that about Hikari. It's really fun to watch him fight. Um, now that we understand like his domain expansion to such a degree, it's been a it's been a fucking fun ride. Um, but those are all my thoughts. Great chapter. Um, I'm gonna pass it over to Brian. Brian, what did you think about Jujutsu Kaisen this week? This chapter was a very close second for me. Yeah. Uh, um, it was really really hard to choose. Uh, my hero slightly edged it out because of the more uh, you know emotional factors to it but this one definitely had the hype it definitely brought the fucking hype hakari still doesn't fucking disappoint um the fight was the fight is really fucking cool right now but i really enjoy how like hakari is just such a good character man like he's so electric when he's in a fucking page like he's always you know, scrap him. He's always fit. he's trying to fucking do some cool shit. His personality is always really cool. Like, I, man, I fucking love Akari. Um, but I have a question: Does he have several domains? Like, is Idle Death Gambit? Because Idle Death Gambit is a different domain expansion, right? No, it's Idle Death Gamble. That's his domain. Oh, so wait, how does he? He just so. Part of him getting the jackpot allows him to continuously open his domain for as long as he gets jackpots. Yeah, yeah. but his jackpot ran out, no? Did he just no. strike another jackpot? It didn't say he got another no, jackpot. No, the jackpot gives him immortality for 4 minutes and 11 seconds, and at the end of those 4 minutes and 11 seconds, he's able to open his domain again. It just is a recycling. It's a cycle until he loses. And he's never... Like, He's never made it past 30, so that means he can do this to up about 30 times. But he's, he could still die in the domain, and he yes. lost a chunk of his torso, so... Well, I, th- I, I it's assumed that like once his domain is activated, he's fine. But that's that's my assumption. Is, um, I thought I thought it was... I thought the thing was it's he's only immortal during the jackpot, but once he's in the domain... The domain doesn't make him immortal. It's not the domain that makes him immortal. It's only the jackpot. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see because I think they're going to explain more into that. Uh, my that's my guess, honestly, is that once if he can make it to his domain before he dies, his domain refreshes him, and he, that doesn't make him unkillable, but it saves his life basically. Um, and then he has to ward off Kashimo inside the domain as well. Um. Yeah, and also he still has to figure out Kashimo because this guy is really fucking skilled. Of course, you know, he's an ancient sorcerer and shit. Um, and he's really elite. Like, compared to other ancient sorcerers, this guy is, like, next level. Yeah, um, he's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, like, this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. Huh? And uh, he's constantly keeping the pressure up. He's constantly being unpredictable, you know, and he's really lethal like this guy has very like killer instinct and it's really dangerous if this was anybody else i feel like they lose even itadori might lose against this guy so um yeah. akari, akari really has to take this guy out before he finds him um because i don't know i feel like he might be like the strongest at the moment like one of the strongest people people like these guys have faced so i i agree akari well, has to really take this guy down before it's too late 
Yeah, it's built up that, you know, from the very start, he was one of the only two people who had 100 points. It was him and Higuruma who had, like, 100 points right off the bat. So, and Higuruma killed a lot of regular people, too. I think so. so. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what's implied there. But, um, yeah, no, you're right, Brian. Uh, he still has to figure out Kashima. But I think, like, part of the thing about uh, Hakari's domain is that it really frustrates people. Because he keeps getting ones up. <laughs> and, like, it, it's hard to do this, like, to keep fighting to the death. Cause and really, stay focused. Yeah. And not make mistakes. Yeah, because then it becomes, like, kind of a, a game of attrition. Because Kashimo doesn't get refreshed every time this domain happens. So he has to keep fighting on his own stamina where Hak- Hakari seems to get renewed every time. And it's almost like he's fighting new every single time. Um, So... I think that's part of it too. At some point, like Kashima will just buy, uh, not Kashima, uh, Hakari will just continuously buy himself time until to get his enemy to slip up. Because you're gonna make a mistake the longer you fight this guy. But yeah, it's, oh, man, such a great chapter. Uh, I don't have much uh, other thoughts uh, anymore from you guys. Um, nah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it pretty well, and I said a lot of what I had to say during the recap. I guess. Um, yeah. Kashimo's impressive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think he's just going for the domain expansion. I mean, because it doesn't. It's you know why not? He has to. He's he's dying. Yeah. Hopefully he gets lucky and survives. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm nervous for a coat to the face, Kashimo. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I don't know if he. I mean, he might be able to copy his electric move, but he ain't gonna be able to use it as good as Kashimo. Mm-hmm. And it's. <laughs> This guy's this guy's probably I don't know who's stronger, not the sky lady, not Bushigoro Cannon Man. He's saying, listen, them them blast is powerful, but he ain't he can't do nothing about that lightning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm all set. John move. Let's uh go. Undead unluck. You, you. Yeah. Uh, Josh, are you still down to do this one? I forgot to ask you before the show. Um, I'll take it. You go can support it. whatever. Let's All say right. go. So, where's the chapter at in the beginning? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Dude, you know, they be weird nowadays. Hmm? You know, they give, the, they give the title like halfway through the chapter and sometimes at the end if it's Bleach. Because yeah. Kubo's a jerk. Anyway, Undead Unluck, number, chapter number 115. Don't leave me. Leave me. Last week, Nico had the flashback. Yeah, we had a little. Fl- yeah, we had a. Uh, oh, something. So, is that the was that same chick, the wife that we seen dead? Yeah. I thought they were two different people. I thought he lost two different women. No, he just lost his wife. So that whole time he didn't have that un whatever. Yes, he didn't he have did unforgettable that whole time. Only right before she died. Yeah, if I recall correctly, yeah. like his negation activated uh, upon his wife's death. So he kind of, that that's the last thing he remembers of her. Really, I guess like that's the one thing that he just like can't forget about her. Okay. 
Oh, shit. Then how was he able to have that flash? I guess it wasn't for him. It was for us. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't remember, I- really. He had a flat, we had a flashback seeing how, you know, how he met his wife and how they grew to, you know, grow uh, attraction for each other and love and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and also Ghost started biting on Nico's head and yeah. they fused together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we're picking off there, right? He's in, in a dope-ass fusion with Ghost and he's literally nomming on his head like nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Like a baby chewing on a toy. It's actually kind of hilarious. Like nom, I don't, nom, nom, nom. I don't think it's problematic at all. I think it should be funny. Yeah, and, and that's what's gonna go in my head. That's how I'm taking it. And um, yeah, I appreciate that from the author. Thank you, Yoshifumi Tozuka. Okay, so yeah, he's chilling with Ghost, and Andy's a decapitated head. I forgot that was the case um, yeah. before. You know, he's 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 thinking. He's like, "What am I going to do?" <laughs> oh shit! Got punched in my head. Yeah, um, it mad hard by the big robot guy, un dead because he un undead because he got smoked in the beginning and we don't care. Yeah. Um, but it matters that he did die. That's why I'm emphasizing it. Uh, so yeah. And he's taking L's. He's getting knocked around like the storage unit from Jujutsu Kaisen in the previous chapter. And um, then uh, Chikari, Chikara pulls up and uses his uh, unmove. But it's, what is it? His chest ain't, I guess he notices his chest isn't shining. Like that, that orb that connects uh, to Nico's uh, un, unforgettable. So, uh yeah, I guess he didn't get it. He he had he didn't have a power boost, so he was still able to move around a little bit, I guess. And then uh, Andy figures that oh, because the other two people, uh, that being Big Robot Dead Man and um his ex Dead Girl that he killed. <laughs> if you want to support Chris, Gina <laughs> with the name, I remember Gina. I don't remember what the the other guy's name is. That's such, that's funny. It's a random name, Gina, like from Martin. Anyway, yeah, they're really strong because they're already dead. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, Andy notices that, and uh, you know we have a little bit more dialogue. Nico is like, in order to make up for the union's dwindling forces, we contemplated replicating the powers of those who had fallen in battle. Development was conducted right here maybe you shouldn't have said all of that bro you know what's interesting i don't remember <laughs> gina's powers being stretchy she had something that, they weren't stretchy right like what but maybe that's how he remembers it mm. she created force fields and shit so that's what it is she's making force field hands when she could be putting his head inside of a box and killing him yeah she had um damn I have to go all the way back. Invisible barrier. It was un... Un-invisible barrier? (laughs) (laughs) Un-free space. (laughs) No, yeah, un-free space. (laughs) I'll look it up. You you continue with the recap. I got you. Uh, Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So distracted. (laughs) Anyway, um, you know... After after Nico spills the beans about this being the research site of his of his actual ability, this is where all the goods are. Um, and he's like, "All right, bet." So he shoots uh, some some blood cannons at uh, his ex dead girlfriend Gina. 
um, ends up knocking her into one of the storage units and notices that one of them, one of the dolls starts to flicker. Oh, okay. no, that, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. That actually doesn't happen yet. It, when, the, when the thing gets, when the, when the storage unit gets shattered, Nico has like this uh, weird astral projection. It's like weird, like, uh, uh, he's tweaking, guys. He's like, he starts like imagining his, his ex wife saying, Nico, this isn't right. I know it. And he's like, what is it right? <laughs> Who, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Talking about his ghost is in the background. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> What's wrong with this? <laughs> What are you hating for? <laughs> you know, he's he's biased. Yeah. <laughs> he's biased. She's unchanged, by the way. I found it. He says, a memory from before unforgettable manifested. That's what it was. It was a prior memory. We've done all that we could. All right. So, like, so we continue to hear his wife saying, like, oh, that we've done everything we could. Uh, that, like, he's he's bugging with these experiments, going beyond the realm of science. And that what he truly needs is a soul. Oh, no, but each of them needs is a soul. Not just your creepy science. Yeah. Right? Not she just your weird, I'm dumb, your weird old science. <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's realizing that she was always right. Like, women are always yes. right. <laughs> Don't forget, guys. Uh and uh, I guess uh, Nico has his moment when he's like, yeah, watch, watch this cool shit I'm about to do, Andy, with this ghost power, uh, you know. But Andy doesn't really care because he starts shooting his uh, blood bullets and immediately they bounce off of Iron Man <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, and hit some more storage, con- uh, more storage containers. And then Andy notices that their projections start to flicker of uh, War Machine and, his, and Gina. And... Um, yeah, he's like, oh, okay. And he sees, sees, sees a way out of this situation. And then, um, so, you know, Nico starts tweaking a little bit more. His wife, he's getting a memory of his wife talking to him. And uh, she's complaining about how she can't sleep. Not really, but, you know, I'm not going to give all the details. Yeah. So, um, but then he, but Nico asks her, like, are you going to leave me all alone? And she says, you're not going to be alone because I have a, I don't know. I think she's implying that she's pregnant or something. What do no, you think, No, she Chris? had her baby. Huh? He's like, she had a, he has a daughter. He's, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has a whole <laughs> ass daughter out there. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, you you always have this seed. <laughs> oh, that's how she died. She died giving birth. Yeah. Child. <laughs> I'm sorry, God. I needed a moment. <laughs> That's my favorite act out of Josh. He, for those of you who are not watching on YouTube, Josh pulled and pushed his chair all the way to the background of his fucking shot. <laughs> I had to, I had to a moment. Regroup. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And that's fucking sad. Jesus, to- Tozuki, right? To- Yoshifumi. Tozuka. Yoshi- Jesus, Yoshifumi. Come on. Tozuka. I always got to do it to us like this. Anyway. Um, so he's like, yeah. Well, anyway, Nico is, you know, reflecting on that memory about, about him being, about his wife leaving a child behind. So he's not going to be alone. He's like, yes. <laughs> 
Yes. Um, he figures that, you know, with the inventions he created and this new rule, he'll be able to see her again. And that, like, he's, like, the memories, the old memories that he just got back are starting to fade. And he's like, I need these memories. Please, ghost. Is that what's happened? He's giving her mom. Is he? He's giving her memories. He, the ghost is giving Nico memories of her. Is that what's happening? I think so. I'm kind of confused because he's, this whole thing is unforgettable, right? I think it's like he, he implied earlier that his mind is just like getting crushed by information constantly um, in yeah. the last chapter. So maybe he's like, it's just his mind breaking because of all the information that he's fucking perceived over time and absorbed. But. Yeah, oh, I think because Ghost, Ghost has her soul. So he's like dipping it. Mm-hmm. Into like, yeah, yeah. Take like drugs like a, or something, like a tea bag into his mind. Yeah, that's why. He's tea bagging his wife. I'm gonna tea bag your wife into your head, son. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Mm-hmm. Some of that, and he goes like, "Yes, yes. <laughs> this is all I've ever wanted." I'll take it. Um, I guess at some point Andy got caught by um the the girl's genus power that you were ragging on before. Ha ha, he got she got him. I just remembered what it was. It was unchange. I understand what it is now. Oh, unchange? Yeah. She can oh, she can obsessively she could like shape shift things. She can like sure. change the form of things. From what I saw. From my brief bit of research. I'll take your word for it, Chris. If you guys in the comment section want to hit us up with some info, it's been a minute. I'll be let us know, please. So, um, yeah, now, all right. So now he's like, I finally caught you. I'm about to give you this uh, end game spiel and not end it right now because I'm an asshole. And uh, Andy takes the moment to say, "Listen, bro, I see that you're suffering, right? Every <laughs> every time this lab gets destroyed, no. Every time your inventions get destroyed." causes you to suffer bad this place is packed with a bunch of precious memories isn't it you wouldn't be able to keep yourself together without this place so andy's recognizing like like oh this is yeah this is all what you need to get by and survive on a daily basis broski i get it yeah but uh, uh guess what? this place maintains <laughs> your mental health and uh you know is a really safe a good safe space for you uh, yeah, you really need uh, in order to continue onward. It would be a shame if something happened to it. Oh, blood arms! It's <laughs> <laughs> his uh, hits all his inventions with dead road, and he's like, "Stop!" Really sad. Yeah, um, yeah, blasted him away. Sheesh, and that's where the chapter. Ryan too. Yeah, he actually ends up to, like because all these tubes are destroyed. The visages of the uh, union members that have passed and whose powers he's borrowing are gone as well. He's so, defeated me. Yeah, he's he's kind of done now. Um, his only ability is to not forget things. So <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> that was that was the best he could do. It was pretty gangsta. He, he, I, mean, I mean, if it was anybody else but Andy, he just couldn't kill him. I'll tell you what, he man. One perfect to kill him with. Yeah, I guess I'll get into my thoughts. Um, I 
he takes a power like never being able to forget and turning it into a real fight, real fighting ability. I'm always impressed by that uh, with uh, Yoshifumi. He's uh, always able to do that. This chapter was really cool. Um, just a, it was um, a little like uh, chaotic because of all the fighting that was happening and just trying to like gather what he was trying to say here. Um, I think he's just like literally kind of freaking out right now because his head is being crushed under the weight of the, of the memories that he's been accumulating over the years. Um, yeah. So he's just uh, suffering. Uh, he's not a bad guy either. So, you know, rough. I don't think he does this all the time. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's a really sad story for him. Um, I, uh, I, it was funny how uh, Andy eliminated his safe space here, but yeah, pretty pretty smart, you know, after realizing that, you know, he won't be able to fight if all these tubes are destroyed. So, you know, uh, all that's left to really deal with is Ghost um, and his influence over Nico. So um, maybe there's something there. Maybe Andy will kill Nico and reunite him with his wife as like a favor. And, you know, they'll both be alive in the next loop. Um that's a possibility. Hopefully. Yeah. Don't say God willing, because in this universe, he's a jerk. Yeah. Uh, God, stay out of this. How about that? Uh, yeah. Don't don't will anything, God. Yeah, just just fall back, bro. Just go away. <laughs> Stop pissing people off. <laughs> Being a real jerk. Um, but those are my thoughts. I really like this chapter. Um I will say that some of the art uh, in the two-page spread, this one panel where, like, Nico is, like, holding the scythe thing and he's, like, sweating, I thought that was, like, really well-drawn and really cool-looking. Um, yeah. I think he captured, like, light really well in that. Um, mm-hmm. I really like that panel a lot. Yeah, with the shading from his hair and stuff, that was mm-hmm. really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, those were all my thoughts. Um, Josh, I'll throw yeah. it to you. I was wrong about something. What? That wasn't his soul. That wasn't her soul dangling over his head. I, that was all cat. I think he was forming the scythe rod for him. Oh, he said, Zhoomp. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense. I thought it, was a, thought it was a good idea. No, yeah. I just, I didn't know. I did my best. No, I don't have any other thoughts. I mean, yeah. Who would have thought that you can make a great fight out of not being able to forget things? But that's what this series has been about from the very beginning, bro. How do you make being unlucky? Well, Domino does it, I guess. Well, she makes she's lucky, so she makes luck her weapon. And Fuko's the anti-luck. No, concept is there, yeah. you know. For Fuko's the anti-Domino. Yeah. But yeah. Um, were those all your thoughts? Yeah, I like the chapter. I want. Uh, I, I hope he doesn't have to kill Nico, <laughs> but he's definitely gonna suffer anyway. So yeah. Well, with that being said, um, yeah, that was undead unluck. Uh, I do want to announce one thing real fast. Uh, apparently, we just learned this week that Chainsaw Man's coming back relatively soon. <laughs> relatively soon. Within. Three weeks or so? Is that right? Two weeks? Three weeks a month? Less than a month, we'll say. Say three weeks. Uh, <laughs> Chainsaw Man is returning, 
And uh, that means uh, we are planning on including it back in the lineup. Uh, I think uh, that goes without saying. I think uh, just if uh, if we could get to it on the Viz app, we'll throw it in. Uh, it's been a long time. Very excited to talk about Chainsaw Man again. I got to do a run through of the series one more time because uh, it's been a minute. But yeah, I'm excited for uh, Chainsaw Man to come back in any capacity. I don't know if it's going to be a weekly series. It might be a monthly, just like the others, because I think it's uh, coming out in a different magazine. So it'll join our monthly lineup, if anything. But um, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to drop that tear belt. Um, but that being said, that was undead unluck, and that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore thirty seven on instagram at ny chillin on twitter uh you can find brian at b.esp on twitter and instagram follow him on his twitch stream at twitch.tv slash it's punchline to watch him play video games uh you can email us at newjobcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything guys want us to talk about uh hit us up on that um subscribe to us give us a like give us a share uh, that would be super appreciated on YouTube, uh, whether it's on the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts. Uh, comment what you guys thought about the chapters this week. Very much uh, would like to hear from you. Uh, if you prefer the audio podcasts, we are also an audio podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen, we're on there. Uh, and give us a five-star review wherever you listen. Uh, the audio version of the podcast usually comes out first, so subscribe to us on there give us a five-star review and i think that's it thank you guys so much for listening we will see you guys very soon and stay safe new jump citizens